Anime titties. They're like, I can't go to Otakon anymore and buy my body pillows. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Scream, the 2022 version, technically Scream 5. It was directed by Matt Bettelini Olfen, who made VHS, another horror movie, and Tyler Gillette, who made Ready or Not. I've never watched Ready or Not, but I've watched VHS. But this movie was written by James Vanderbilt, who wrote The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Wait, wait, is this the the best (laughs) Spider-Mans? Is he from Daw- <laughs> Is this Dawson's Creek, dude? No, or? not that. Not not That's him. Peter That's Vanderbeek. Vander <laughs> Don't get okay. your Vanders mixed up. <laughs> so before we get into it, uh, I'm going to introduce my hosts: Noah. Hi guys. David. Hey everyone. Steven. Hey spooky screeners. <laughs> <laughs> and Suck last it, but Nick. not least, Have you Johnny. Yourself. <laughs> I guess you did. Uh, I need my own thing, so this is my thing. So, Why the first movie we're talking about for our first ever video podcast show is Scream, the 2022 version. I think this was supposed to come out last year, but the pandemic really forced it to you know, come out later. But first, let's describe what the movie is. And Scream... Five is about how 25 years after a streak of brutal murders that shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, California, a new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Oof. Good summary, Nick. Yeah, good summary. That well, sounds well like it was from uh... Well, you did not read it from a free website. <laughs> well, that was the actual synopsis. No, I know. You should probably – well, we should probably say that we uh, we X-nade the five-sentence spoiler for any loyal listeners of the podcast, and we're switching yeah. to a synopsis and, a, and an actual one-sentence spoiler. We realized we needed to leave it to the professional copywriters because yeah. we were rambling a lot. We were not fumbling. <laughs> so if I could describe this movie myself in just one sentence, I would say – some deranged fans decided to take the horror genre back into their own hands to make a movie they felt they deserved. So, first we're going to get into some hard likes or hard dislikes. Uh, I don't have an Excel sheet of who should go first like Steven does, so I'm just going to go with Johnny. Um, I did... I, w- I wanted to like it, but I feel like I did not like it. Are we just leaving it at that? We're not leaving. We're not explaining anything. I think, I think so because we'll get into it. Okay. So so just to be clear, I wanted to like it. I did not like it. So dislike with an asterisk. Asterisk. All right, David. Because you logged on with your new haircut first, you get to go before Stephen. Woo! <laughs> uh, I like this movie. Okay, so that's a like and a dislike. This, All right, Stephen. This, this lack of exposition is scaring me. I love it. <laughs> Stephen, now you and your new haircut. Me too, David. Not may enter the fray of if you liked or disliked. I liked it. Okay, so that's two likes and a dislike. Noah, go All ahead right. and let us know. Let's see if you'll tie it up or if you'll just put it over the edge. I did not like the movie. sometimes i think you should make noah go first because sometimes i think he sways it depending on the the no i don't no i'm true to my heart oh okay listen to your 
So I'll be the tiebreaker and I'll say that I surprisingly liked this movie. Okay. Surprising. Surprisingly. Well, um, you know. Suck it, Noah no, and no Johnny. No <laughs> you lose. guys lost. You guys lost. So wait, that what's the vote then? Three to two? It's three to two. Three the to likes two. win. The likes win the day. The white the like hey, hey, hey the likes win the pre round. Let's get into the meat of the issue. Losers. Yeah. My question for you guys is was this movie too meta? Or yes, but like, that's kind of what that's made the it. Right balance. Okay, can I just say I put it let, let me just put this out there. Um I just found it hilarious that Toxic Fandom was the villain of this movie. Did no one else find that hilarious? No, was, I loved it. That, it that's was part, clever. That's, that's part of why I appreciated that it was so incredibly ridiculously meta. And I love that it was riffing off of elevated horror. You know, like it was a very, uh, very topical approach to like the way that Scream handled horror movies back in the night. Like you think about it, right? Back in the 90s, you were talking about villains um, of that era, like Jason, Freddy Cougar, uh, Michael, who are these indestructible villains. We talked about this in our previous Scream episode. And now they're riffing off of not villains, but this debate that we have between what is elevated horror and what is just schlocky uh pulp fiction-ish type horror mm-hmm. and like grindhouse whatever um and i thought it was very clever the way that it handled it so i don't know it if is, i would is. say it completely is i'm sorry to cut you off i don't know if it's like what's elevated horror like that's the argument i feel like it's also the idea that like because like when they showed the youtube video of what stab eight was and how like it was like it was essentially jason x where they the fandom or not the fandom but the directors went too far because they just wanted to get more and more ridiculous halloween kills um <laughs> you could you could you could but, but you... my point one thing i want to say is that it is honest and introspective and i think that is good i think that is good because like i think it understands its role in in the strata but like you have to fundamentally agree with the approach of this this meta movie within a movie mm. And I think like it's it's just a stance that it takes, and I, I respect the stance, but it doesn't make the stance great or good. And I think like I liked the idea, but again, I couldn't, I didn't enjoy it that much. And the compared to the first scream, which I think was actually innovative, like the meta part was just like just gimmicky. And after like an hour of it, it was like okay, the meta, the meta meta thing for them to have done is to not be meta. Like, well, yeah, but that's what they yeah. did in the last <laughs> movie. That's the whole, because, that's the whole point of the series. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the fact Jeez. that they... Were, <laughs> is bringing aliens. Uh, but the fact know? that they went, they went so meta was, like, a nice callback to the original film for doing something like that. Because 2, 3, and 4, especially 4, which was just right. a cash grab. What, um, I'm, what I'm saying is that, you know how films, like the what was the critique around stab eight in the movie again that it w- it went too far right it went so off the rails that it didn't really follow along mm-hmm. the same story because instead of having a knife and being called stabbed the guy was using a flamethrower he didn't yeah. have, he had like a metal mask on instead of the actual mask that so was what a I, toxic fan ex- explaining that for you right so, and so what i'm what, <laughs> what i'm trying to say tongue-in-cheek is that if the movie wanted to spoof off of that that idea then it wouldn't have done any of the meta commentary at all <laughs> and then just avoided it and just made it a straight up uh a slasher film 
I thought it was a funny callback though that um, the stab eight guy used a flamethrower and that one girl died by uh, oh she got hit caught on, on the fire. stove. Yeah, yeah. She, she, I thought that was funny. I don't know. I uh, I compared this a lot to Halloween Kills in the sense that they're both kind of trying to re not reinvent but like reignite a requel, fandoms. as they say. Yeah, like a like a requel, and I felt like. Halloween Kills just felt like very like vapid and empty. Like they had all these like what they call them legacy characters, but they didn't care. Like they didn't matter to the the plot or like they just. Were... But David, David, wouldn't you say that Halloween 2018 is the requel, and Halloween Kills is the sequel to the requel? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in 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 terms of like all of these extra characters, like Halloween 2018 just has. Oh, okay. um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, comeback, yeah, yeah. and in Halloween Kills, they bring back all of these characters who we're supposed to like, you know. Got it. L- oh like die over that they're oh my god, it's so great, and I felt like everything in um, Scream twenty twenty two felt just very honest. Like all of those characters, like the legacy characters, it just they didn't it didn't feel like they were just shoved in there to be like ooh, look at us they had like a place and it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't seem out of place and i like i don't know I, I i i enjoyed that part i didn't feel like it was like pandering or anything like that i i will tell you why i didn't like it and it had it gave me like a calling into question again like doing horror podcasts like i watched the film in theaters which was fine and like i i wouldn't say this movie scared me um, but what I don't like, one of the reasons I am the, uh, what, what do we call me? A layman. The, no, well, yes, the sure, I'm man. a layman. The normal I'm dude? The, I'm the guy who doesn't like horrors. I forget, there's like a thing we call me, but I'm that guy who doesn't like horrors. It's for some reason here. It's a weenie. And this reminded me that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that I just don't, like I, what I didn't like about it was, not aside from the meta idea and concept, which I thought was interesting until I thought it was gimmicky and boring. I I I really didn't enjoy like this weird line it plays with with like a little bit too much violence just to watch violence like the knife penetrating through the cheek like there's just like this this like elevation and it, it feels like glorification of like dark twisted stuff and I just like I don't like it you know like and it's not that it makes me scared or like adds to the movie it just makes me it feel makes like you uncomfortable it makes me uncomfortable in a way that makes me question the medium not the story or the impact of it and but like, isn't it fair this, to say that that's kind of what makes the genre not the fact that it makes you uncomfortable but the things you see like seeing like the knife well, go I'm, through the I'm, cheek or like that's kind of what really. makes the genre for that's why it's called a slasher because you know you see such a horrific image of brutalization yeah, by I, one I person I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if it. Like I've said before in other podcasts, I don't know if I think personally that is stuff that's even worth exploring. Like I don't. I think we we lose the art part, and it's just like this, like uh, you know, self glorifying, violent group that likes that weird twisted stuff. I don't like. I don't see the purpose for it. I don't like it. And so like that, like it got me back to that place where I'm like, I've been kind of enjoying horror lately, and I'm like, oh, do you know what? I forgot how sick and twisted this stuff is. I didn't like, like, I know they're critiquing the toxic fandom, but I almost felt mm-hmm. like they were acknowledging that it exists. And like, they were kind of giving them a place in the world. Like, it, like they were kind of giving them a home. Like, yeah, you could be a toxic fan. Like this could be your whole world. And like, I know obviously they turn out to be the villains, but of course they're the villains because they're hardcore fans of deeply violent and twisted 
medium. Like, I don't know. It, it played this weird line for me that got me uncomfortable and kind of made me not like horror. Um, and so oh, kind of left the we movie. Just, we just got you there too. I know. And honestly, man. I was like, I was like, oh, do you know what? I kind of hate this crap. I hate it. So like oh, I man. left, I left pretty unhappy with it. Like personally. Huh. But I will say the meta stuff, like they at least took a stance on like reflection of the movie. And I was re- one thing I was upset about because the opening scene of Scream, let's talk about violence. Like I will acknowledge that is a twisted scene, but it's one of the best executed opening scenes ever. Original. The original. Yeah, the, the, the 19 it was 97, 96. With Drew 96, Barrymore. With Drew Barrymore. And the fact that they tried to like they tried to remake it but not it just bugged me like you just just leave that scene alone don't even touch it don't even try to walk in its shadow unless you're going to just absolutely crush it because i just thought it was a flop it's probably a good segue for me to say my reason the reason why i didn't like it was because it really did feel like more of a reboot than a requel as they call it it felt kind of like someone got the college essay of scream and then just find it and then just deleted all the names and things and replaced them with other things like just replace the old movies with new current horror movies or replace the slash the two slashes at the end with toxic fandom so instead of instead of the billy and whatever the guy's name was Stu, you just replace it with the two toxic fans but overall everything is pretty much exactly the same. Like I feel watching the movie, I felt like I've seen the movie before and I've seen it better and I get the meta stuff and I get it's clever. It was clever, but it wasn't enough to make me interested in the movie or surprise me. Like it really just felt like I was watching a reboot, a scream reboot and, but they were winking at the camera like, Oh, it's a scream reboot. Like, aren't I clever? And that's what bothered me the most. Like it really, it really was just the same movie, but you're just replacing names with new, with legacy characters and new people. Can you give me an example of a movie? Okay, actually, I have one, but I have one in my mind. But can you give me an example of a movie that had like established its, you know, its series back in the '90s, 2000s, whatever, and then? is revisiting it later on, maybe a decade after the fact, and does it even better? It's been, it's been two decades. It does it better? Yeah. For it me, for me, a good example of that would be Fury Road, but that's not a horror film. I'm, I'm looking for a that's horror not, example. That's not, that's not necessarily a reboot. I mean... Um, it's, it was kind of a soft reboot. Like, I mean, it was. Mel Gibson's not a part of it. He kind of takes every move, every Mad Max as kind of like it's a sequel. Oh, but it's also like you're kind of you're kind of pushing oh, me into a saying. corner with that horror genre thing. No, I'm just wondering. Like, I'm just curious. I, but, but to like, like know. What, tell, you tell me what the difference is between Stu and Billy at the end, and then those two toxic fans. Other than their motivate, like their motivation, you, which I'll is basically actually it's very similar because they were horror fans, like and like obsessed with horror and these billy and sue were obsessed with horror and these people were obsessed with horror they're just taking they're just making it more meta because it's about the actual movie that was a was the original movie which was stabbed original event so 
it's just it's just different. They're just you know what I mean? Like it does it's not what enough was to Amber's make it motivation? New. Maybe I missed that. What was Amber's motivation? Was the they met as... on a subreddit. Yeah. I mean that what but but why did she feel the need to kill her friends? That because was weird to me. To because that was that was a part of her idea of making sure the plot for the perfect horror movie would happen. People had to die for the perfect story. Yeah, what was why don't we just say who the villains are so this clear spoiler alert. Yeah, it's it's Amber, the best friend, and Richie, Richie, Sam's boyfriend. boyfriend, Sam's boyfriend, the love interest. It's fairly predictable at a certain point in the movie, but it keeps but that's questioning it. that's also what bothers me. It doesn't do anything new with its requelness. Yeah. It basically is what it's criticizing. Like it's, also, it's criticizing it, it, it's like what requels do, but it 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 does those things. So I don't understand what. <laughs> Like Steve well, is saying, it's like the meta of the meta. It's the subversion of the subversion. What? Like they're they're outlining the movie for you, and you're like, oh, they're not really gonna okay. do it. I'm I'm I'm. But I'm, that's I'm, like I'm, that's like Godzilla winking at the screen and saying, "Don't aren't kaiju movies silly?" And then he knocks buildings down for the next thirty <laughs> minutes. Like it's it's yes, Godzilla is recognizing that it's that kaiju yeah, but movies you are silly, remember- and then he does the exact thing that he's saying Which, is silly. You have to remember that this is what the Scream movie was originally about to begin with. So it's not like this is new gr- ground where they're no, just no. like, "Hey, it was wait, innovative wait. back then." It was yeah, no well, yeah, because it was the '90s and no, it, it had never been done. Now we know it's been done, and the same series is doing it. So I know, I, and I'm tired of it. I don't want to see. But this Scream is only the second times. time it's ever been done. So two, three, four, and five had no meta. Well, in this it. is five. Two, three, and four. No, four was really a cash grab. Three <laughs> was terrible. Two was good. Two was hard. Two, two was be- two. One and two are the best. Three and four are awful. Five. We're, we're getting Nick's official oh, ranking. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I love Nick's official ranking. Let me ask because I get where Noah's going. This is what I want to say to it, and I, then I want to hear from you guys why you you may maybe disagree with us, if at all, but. You know, if you're going to spend all these resources and energy to make a movie and you're going to be a filmmaker and an actor and you want to contribute to the, the the craft and the medium, I feel like this type of sequel, requel, it, it is guaranteed to fail. The, not, nothing that is considered a great well, film. What's your no, definition let, let of failure? Finish, finish. Yeah. Not the, your contribution will not 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 be of, of the greats that's what i'll say i will say a lot of people because like this movie johnny though we're, we're it doesn't matter i know i know but listen in the minority if you list out greatest films greatest horror films it is not the reboot sequel typically right like especially in horror when you're just playing on the series again like if, if you're gonna do it it has to be innovative like Otherwise, you're guaranteed to just fall into the the tropes and traps of the franchise, which have been watered down after multiple movies. Like, I, name any movie that is, you know, the fifth sequel that is good. Name a single well, one. I mean, not in the fifth sequel, but I mean, look at Friday the, 13th. Friday the 13th. The first one isn't what anybody thought it was, especially after knowing the other movies came out with Jason. Um, or not yeah, Jason, I'm yeah. sorry. Is it? No, yeah, Jason, sorry. But nobody, n- nobody thought that, that the other ones would be good because compared to the first one, the second and third one, everyone's just like, oh, this is great because, you know, it actually deals with the killer at hand. It's a, It feels like the movies everyone always imagined them to be. You know what the funny thing is, Noah and Johnny, is I agree with a lot of things that you're saying. I think for me, the main reason, if I had to boil down why I like the movie, is I just had fun watching it. I respect that. I it was just a fun... It, it, I got the meta stuff. I would have liked a little bit more subversion. Like, 
even though I pegged that boyfriend for probably being one of the killers, I thought it would have been funny if the two twins were the killers. Yeah, I, I that's what I mean, but David. I, I just mean, I just had fun. I just and and there were some and there are glaring mistakes and there are like glaring like things that I would have changed if I would have made it or I didn't really care for it. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I just had a fun time watching it. I wish there was more subversions like that scene with the fridge, like the like the thirteen reasons why kid going around the house and opening what? up do- opening up doors. Oh yeah, and then closing them, and you're thinking the killer is gonna be behind the door, and that just keeps happening. Like I liked that type of stuff. That was like I joke. liked that was a joke on jump scares though. No, no, I liked that though. Like that was that was that was clever and doing something different. Yeah, but they didn't do that the rest of the movie. Like that was the only thing I really saw that was really subverting. And I really thought they were going to play more into like poking fun at elevated horror. Like, like they didn't do that at all, but they mentioned it so many times. Like the Babadook got mentioned so many times, like, but they never did anything with it. They never like, they never like were meta about the Babadook other than mentioning its name, which I agree. It's a great movie. You know, what what would have been hilarious is if they were like like a stoner movie, like a stoner horror movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a movie that you watch in theaters with a packed crowd, and you just like, you know, you kind of like you giggle, you you giggle, you yeah. It's supposed to be like a junk. Well, it's not even that; it's Mm. just a slasher movie because the original was kind of a social commentary on slashers, and this is a social commentary on that social commentary. It was critiquing. It was critiquing slashers at the time. Could you say that Scream twenty twenty two is Gen Z's version of Scream? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why they are the internet generation who has become meta meta. They've taken the original classics, they've bastardized them, and they basically can contribute nothing. I think I don't well, to say that this contributes <laughs> nothing is ridiculous. Like, I think because everyone is lauding this as such a I'm just confused of the praises and accolades it's getting. Like, I get the popcorn junk movie, like, oh, it was enjoyable to watch. I had fun. But then people are talking about how it was, like, the smartest movie and what horror needed right now. Like, I kept reading reviews where this is the movie horror needed. And I just don't get it. I don't you know why? Don't you know why it. people say that? Is because it gets butts in the seats. Like, it, is that it, why they this say that? Movie did movie toppled Spider Man as the number one really box yeah, office winner. Beat Spider Man, yeah, with thirty four thirty four million. And so you know, like I feel like, but does that critics, mean get a million requels now, Stephen? Probably. That's probably what's going to happen. I'm going to tell did, you this did, right did, now. Did, the uh, oh wait, let me just finish. I I feel like the twenty million dollar, twenty five million dollar. Um, indie or um, not indie, but like drama genre specific film that makes fifty to seventy five million dollars is Straight kind Netflix. of kind of going out of yeah thrown out the window now. It has to be a tentpole event, you know. You know what? Which is I, sad. You know, ben what, Affleck Steven, said it. Well, it's funny. It's, it's funny that you you brought that up because I was thinking about the movie Malignant a lot today. Um, Just chilling, thinking it, about it. I think about it often, Johnny. I think I was, about it often. I was, well, let me finish. I was thinking about the movie because I was thinking about our conversation, and it's and it's interesting you bring that up. And we're talking about Gen Z. I think this movie, it's made with young people. It's made with Gen Z actors. I mean, even though I know some of them are older, but their cast is younger. But this is made. This is a movie that kind of creates <laughs> nice. This is a movie that creates horror fans. And I think that movie, I think a movie malignant, like uh, 
standalone uh, property, like a standalone movie that was made by a creator. I think those movies will still get made, but I don't think they're going to get discovered and they're not going to get popular for a while. And I think the people who are going to make them popular are the kids who are going to fall in love with horror after watching this movie. Like, I think, like, I don't know. I, I just think those indie movies get found by fans that usually get pulled into the genre by these big blockbuster movies. Are you, hold on, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. You're saying that this movie will bring in volume and then that volume will stay for the this indie is, movies. This, this is, is the marijuana is, of horror movies. David, wait, we just have to get the quote. Noah, say it. This is the marijuana horror that it gets you addicted to it and then you go to the harder stuff like heroin and the meth. Oh, I thought we were going to... I don't know about... I'm going to say malignant. Babadook. I just, I'm just, I'm just elevated thinking, Yeah, the cocaine version, the Babadook. Was, that, but that was supposed to be a joke. How everyone's like, "Oh, the Babadook is such a complex, complicated, great horror movie," and that was supposed to be the joke to be like, "Oh yeah, like elevated horror." When horror is just meant to get you scared and not really make you think too much. There is a place for all horror. I think so too. I be, but I think this is just one of those movies. I don't um, agree with that, Noah. There's not Johnny's so against the. The super now, now you're back in the no horror torture. journey. Well, torture I mean, form. it's not just that. Can, it was actually a, it was a dual reflection because I was watching the series Archive 81, which I think is a don't good you series. spoil that damn thing. I'm I not. Mean, I'm I, not I watched the first episode. I don't. But there, there's obviously there's like a you know there's an occult undertone, and I just mixed with stuff, and I just you know I really do struggle with the certain part of these genres that they it doesn't it doesn't take a strong stance against the twistedness and violence it feels like sometimes it accepts it and i understand that that can be the way that the world is but as i what i really liked about what you guys said is that you like this for entertainment which i am always a big advocate for like that's what i say hmm. typically i'll like them if I'll, i want to see a movie because i want to be entertained by it I, i'm not looking to have like a you know a, a meta abstraction moment and write my phd thesis i want to just enjoy the medium be entertained, either turn my brain off, or at least you know feel feel a lightheartedness that's enjoyable and engaging. But like, I find horror just a reflection on darkness, and like, it's something I want in small doses. I don't want to watch the thesis. I don't want to reflect on that stuff. I want to enjoy it. That's all. Like, and and, and enjoy, I feel like I feel like horror, scream. horror is like concentrate juice, and this movie reminded me of that. And I think that so this movie was like the Red Bull horror, is what you're saying. I think. I think no, you're. I mean, I like, you're, I, uh... I want it in small doses. I need to add a lot of water to it, and I think like the fact that you guys liked it for entertainment, fine. But I just I can't accept the thesis of it, and I didn't enjoy it. That's my point. I didn't enjoy it. That's why I didn't like it. But a lot but of movies just that we watch, you do like, John. I I agree with you. I do. You know what I think is funny though that the main audience for this movie, like the demographic that the cast was like casted for would would consider the original scream as like retro now yeah there's a theory called the 30 year cycle so like every 30 years what's old what was popular 30 years ago gets popularized now like when we were teens everyone was obsessed with like 70s and then like a couple years ago everything was like 80s all those like horror movies like 
were getting made like like when Stranger Things came out, it was like an eighties craze. Everything was about eighties, eighties, eighties. And now all the Gen Zs are obsessed with nineties fashion. My nieces who are teens are obsessed with nineties stuff. They're always talking to us yeah. about what is nineties fashion. I've heard forty. It, it's baggy pants, button up, um, button up flannel shirts. Yeah, like Ariana and all the NYU students, they're all like, Adeline's old '90s clothes are like they they call it vintage. They yeah. all like think it's cool, yeah. and mm. it looks. We just it's like when you wear like an old like crop guys. It's when you wear like an old crop top, um, like wife beater looking shirt, and then you put the big. Jinko uh, like, jeans, baby. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> I will, with the, the up over it, and then you wear you have the jeans with the ripped knees. Like I blossomed in the era of the skinny jean, and I will never <laughs> not wear my skinny jeans. I will die in my. How skinny dare jeans. you take these? I want you to. As someone who went from the baggy leg. from the baggy camp to the skinny jean camp, I think they don't like skinny uh, jeans. It's like now. it's like wrapping rubber around. Uh, it's a sausage. It's a sausage casing. I want Nick to bring back like the Jinko jeans I, I, to be I, in a screen movie. I understand that me. I understand where me and Johnny are stand on why we didn't like this movie, but I'm a little confused of where you guys stand. Other than that, it was fun. No, it, it, at the end of the day, you. I watched this. And in he a turned his brain off. I, didn't <laughs> want to. I was going to ask. That, that's one of my questions. I was going to ask Stephen if this was a movie you felt you had to turn this my wife brain off for, or, or not. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I kept guessing, and it, it, it's good writing that it kept me guessing. And even in the house, in the final act, where I was like, "Is this sister true. responsible for this?" At one point, and I was like, "Oh shit." Is she like when the older sister Sam was looking at um oh geez what's her name the younger sister uh, uh, Tara it like? it's Tara Tara right and Tara's tied up and she's like releasing and she double thinks and, it yeah and I was like ooh you know the the movies w- wants me to think this way she want mm-hmm. it wants me to think that the little sister might be the killer I know it's not but the fact that it got you to doubt for just a second. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's just, this is pretty good writing, you know. Yeah, it might have not done all all the things that like we think that it should have done, but I had an enjoyable time watching this film. My wife is, uh, I have to say this on the podcast, Scream is her favorite horror franchise by mm-hmm. a mile, and she was like squirming and twisting and turning and turning and screaming like in the theater, like everyone else, and I, yeah, it was just fun, yeah. I'm raising my hand. I think we need a system because it's not working. Um, Amber, though, like that was like that was bad writing, in my opinion. Like that just made no sense. Like it just it did. There was no sense of like at least the original killers. They both had a bit of a motive. The the girlfriend and the um, what's the other? What was Stu's motive? They both had like a sense of motive in it, where her Amber's motive was just subreddit. So like, let me go murder everyone where she like literally hung out with Tara every day. Like it just didn't make a lot of sense. No, but it goes to show you that it shows that Tara wasn't, or, or I'm sorry, not Tara. Amber wasn't really Tara's friend to begin with more so than the fact that Richie wasn't really Sam's boyfriend to begin with. Mm-hmm. He was only a boyfriend but, to Sam because they, of the fact that, you know, she had the relation to Billy Loomis, the original killer. And Amber knew that about Tara, that Tara's half sister was related to the original killer and that's I why guess. they wanted to be involved guess, in their life it seems hard to explain it seems, how it she seems, knew that wait 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 
Yes, they did. And it seems a little ridiculous that you could fake a friendship for for many, many years for this kind of con. I think that was a plot hole. People are nuts. Are you serious? People are insane. Did you fall asleep? Because she like goes through a long exposition how she found a book that was the journal of the mom that says mm-hmm. that she's, you know. No, I'm saying how, how did how did Amber know? She and how did found Richie the know? She found the book in the attic. Oh no, that was no, that was no, no, she's, daughter. No, she specifically no. says it's a Sam. small town and your mom's a drunk whore. Oh, is that what she says? Yeah, yeah. so the mom. Oh, you know about how Tara found out. Gotcha. No, yeah, no, I was saying how does yeah. how does Amber find out? And Amber found out, there. and then Amber found Richie, and Amber let Richie know. I, and Richie was like, another, all right, now I'll another, go find Sam. Do you know what? But you know that's what? another plot hole. We don't know the mothers are drunk. I have another hand. She wasn't in the movie, by the way. Not at all. The mother. I would have liked to see her. Um, I have something to say. I didn't connect with the toxic fandom thing because maybe I'm just not a part of, like, I, I'm not aware of that because I don't really go on Reddit or any, like, forums or anything like that. I'm guessing that's a big thing in horror or in franchises. In a lot like, of I don't really, I didn't really get it, like, how someone could, want, like, the motivation of killing someone connects to them just loving a franchise so much. Well, in a lot of communities, I just didn't do. I don't know. Well, obviously, killing is the extreme. No, I get that. I get it's a it's a meta commentary, but it it just. I guess I didn't see the connection too much. There, I mean, I feel like I feel like people even like Jason. I feel like even people people like Jason X. You know what I mean? Like the stupidest Jason movie, the stupidest Friday the Thirteenth people. People still weird fans will still like that movie. Like I. I feel like horror gets away with those the crappy um, movies, the crappy sequels, more than things like Star Wars or Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings or Harry Potter get away with it. Like I, don't, I didn't connect with the horror toxic fandom because I feel like horror doesn't really have that because people like trashy horror all the time. So was it more of a commentary of like a Star Wars type movie or horror itself? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you can take it I like that. I think you can view it as just ta- toxic. Toxic yeah. fandom in a nutshell, not not specifically. But but I think that what genre. I reinforcing what I was saying before about horror as a, a, a genre that we don't need a lot of, and you don't need to consume a lot of it. When you have a twisted version of horror specifically, it gets really weird fast because it's not about a fantasy world of like, oh well, you think that this world did this or this guy did that. This is like, oh, I they're killing, killing. I, I want to see the blood. I want to see the slash. Like. It, like it's gross like that's that's not something to like fester on and live in like yeah but the that's, world of that's your opinion as somebody I, who sits outside of the um you're the I, lame I guess man the, yeah you're, I, you sit someone, outside no. the genre i don't as, sit outside the genre i'm just i'm ever i'm telling people you don't need to live in the world of horror it's not healthy for your <laughs> brain come on a sermon for johnny uh, all right let's, that's why right, i'm here okay, i'm trying okay, to keep yeah, you guys yeah. on the straight and narrow because y'all we're are trying to we're trying to attract others. people who like horror not tell them to change their life can to I, jesus can i have my toxic fandom moment guys listen to less of the spooky screen we don't need all of this here's my time here's my you need an appropriate amount Here's my toxic fandom rewrite. <laughs> I wish that, you know, you kept guessing who it was till the end, and then the killer is revealed to be Matthew Lillard. That's what I want. He wanted so one of the one of the trivia facts that I was looking up is he wanted to be in this movie really badly, but he wasn't able to make the um like his, his schedule just clashed. He he wanted to be able to be in this. He was doing um, too many Scooby Doo movies. He said he would <laughs> he said he wanted to come back, but obviously he was dead. 
Um, but is he, he dead? Is he dead in the franchise? Well, yeah, because remember they killed him at, at the end of the first. That have been that have even been a, a more perfect meta commentary on the fact yeah. that they bring back Billy Zuma, well, Loomis was... and Stu Mocker, and they're the killers at the end. Well, that have been the well, best Beth... meta commentary of a requel. Matthew... They just keep retrudging the same characters and resurrecting them over and over. That have been so well, much Matthew... better than these. Nick, let him finish him. No, but he keeps going on. He's like, yeah, here's my point. But then here's my point. I'm oh, trying to – I have to interrupt because I have to keep the podcast going as the host. Thank you very much. All right, so that was one heck of a discussion. Still, it seems to be everyone's stuck in their ways that, you know, the three people who did like it liked it and the two people who didn't couldn't change their mind. So right. Still, uh, still make stubborn people. So next we'll go on to whether or not we'd recommend this movie and what we'd rate this movie on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, so, Steven, and your beautiful haircut <laughs> – recommend if tell us if you'd recommend this movie and tell us what you'd score it yeah i I would recommend this film to horror fans who are just looking for a good night at the movies (laughs) a good feel good Uh, and your score and your score just just be aware that it's very very violent it's very violent just be so you have to qualify the feel good nature Uh, got it got it because it's not obvious yeah you know, just like when they jump, make sure they jump into your eyes. It's not Very obvious. Uh, <laughs> you know, put that arm around their hey. shoulders. Put that arm around the shoulder and just stomp them. See, <laughs> <laughs> is this meta? Yeah, I would not recommend not recommend bringing a yeah. kitchen knife as a prop to the movie theater. Um, my final score is seven. Okay. Oh damn. So on David's scale, it's rewatchable. Okay. Yeah, the, the yeah. unofficial yeah. rating of the spooky screen. If it if it gets a seven or higher, we, you would rewatch it. So I like that you guys have yeah. taken my metric for my scores. <laughs> it just feels so good. It's the only metric that really uh, means Makes anything. I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Next, Noah, recommend right. and score. So, so um, I. Will not recommend this to people that have seen the original recently, but I guess I know what I'm not going to recommend it. I, I think just watch the original and it gets you gets you everything you need. Um, and my score is a six because I think it was clever. It did you know some good things, some subversions, but at the end of the day, it was it felt like the same movie that I already saw in the original. So it just falls short of a rewatch for you. Yeah, so I'm going to give me a 6. I'm not giving it a 5 because I felt too low because it was... They did put some hard work into it. They right. get that point for some hard work. All right. Johnny, recommendations and score. Go for it. I don't recommend this movie. I'll give it a 5. <laughs> Damn. He's like, I'm leaving it at that. Oh. All right. David, go ahead. Let's know what <laughs> yeah. you think. Yeah, I'm going to recommend this movie... I definitely think this is a party movie. Try to go with a bunch of people uh, so you can laugh about it. Um, and I'm going to... I don't know. Just have fun with it. You guys are just making my point. Just too good. I just, like, just have fun with it. Have fun with this movie. It's not, 
It's not gonna like really scare you. I would I don't think anybody's gonna watch this movie and get scared. Just really like focus where the stabbing's happening. Just, like, <laughs> oh my god! The insertion it. of the knife <laughs> is like a metaphor for human like intimacy. Johnny's the know? church lady of our group. Just so people know, you y'all need a church heck. lady. Where y'all going? Gonna go to heck for watching hey, I didn't movie. like it, Johnny. What does that tell you? I'm usually like this I like orgy of blood. You didn't like it because there wasn't enough violence. <laughs> this orgy of blood. <laughs> this orgy of blood is gonna lead you straight to Satan. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna all give right, it a right, let's, let's Oh, pick, David. David. What? Wow. Classic David. Oh, I like the movie. David just bothered <laughs> himself. This movie himself. is fantastic. It's the best movie I've ever seen. Two out of ten. I didn't say I was gonna rewatch it, but I like <laughs> I like the movie. I see. This is why we do the recommendation and the scores. Because because like can mean Honestly, a lot of different things depending on who you ask. All right, classic, Nick. David. All right. So yeah, I'll wrap it up by saying. Toes. I'd, I'll recommend this movie for people who have gone through the franchise, who've you know slogged along from one to four, and you now we're here at five. I think it's a great swan song for people who have sat through the entire franchise. Um, I'd give this... I, I'll give it a seven. It's rewatchable, in my opinion. Those are some low likes, just saying. No, I don't think so. I think sometimes we overinflate our scores, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. the fuck... Mr. Yeah, to rewatch Italian. a movie, to rewatch a movie is a serious investment because you already know the plot and everything. So, like, to really want to rewatch a movie is like you, know, you got to really connect yeah. with it yeah. to really want to rewatch it. Especially slasher whodunits, I think it makes exactly. it more difficult. Yeah. So, I typed in our scores and the average score out of ten from the five of us, rounding <laughs> down or up depending, <laughs> oh, is six. a six. Nailed it. So it's not rewatchable, but it's a bit above average. Slightly above it's average. It's worth a watch, but it's not Depending worth a watch. Depending on who you ask. Watch all the time. If, all right. a, if that's out of five, it would be, you know. Yeah. All right, guys. That was Scream 5 2022. Next episode, we're going to be watching Naroi, The Curse, a Japanese horror film, 2005. Apparently, the scariest movie ever, or one of the scariest movies ever, but. We'll find out. Johnny's not looking forward to it already. Catch us next time, and we'll see exactly how scary it really is.